A lot of people have gotten lucky to get to where they are today. And if they give you that advice of, yeah, I just, I did one post and I went viral. I'm telling you, a lot of people should slap a sticker that says results not typical on whatever they're doing. As long as discipline is headed in the right direction towards your true potential and the impact you want to have, I think fulfillment. So when you feel unfulfilled, self-discipline is going to help you um, because it'll help you keep those small promises that actually will help you start to grow. I think we feel like crap when we're not growing. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Do you believe there can be a balance of a disciplined life and a life flowing into more ease? Oh, boy. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, I think there's a way to harmonize the lifestyle you want with the discipline you need. I think that flowing into ease is probably a detrimental belief if if taken too far. That's all I'll say. The shortest answer Alan has ever given on this Q&A. <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. It's a lot easier to coast when you already have speed. So if you're somebody who is 30 years into your journey and you have a lot of money and you have a lot of potential energy built up, it's probably easier for you to take your foot off the gas. If you're somebody who is just starting your journey, I think that would be a very, very, very less than optimal idea. Because that, I think that life is about understanding and dealing with resistance. And I don't know that ease or that resistance can ever be easy. And this is always my analogy for this. If I go to the gym and my workout is easy, I'm not growing that much. That's just, that is just physiology. That is the way muscles work. It, it just doesn't work any other way. I think that's a universal law. So can it be, can you have more ease? If you're deeper into your journey, sure. But I don't necessarily know that you can expect the same results. That's, that's all I would say. You have to decide, or you can just decide, do you value the experience more than the results? If you value the experience more than the results, then yeah, you can lean into ease, but you might not get the results. You most likely won't get the results that you would have if you stayed as disciplined. That's what I would say. One more quick point on that. Kevin and I, um, if we were to do one episode a week, it would be easy. But yeah. that's because we went from one to two, two to three, three to four, four to five, five to seven. And so in that sense, yes, you can lean into ease by by getting better, which makes everything easier. But the only way to do that is through challenge. So hopefully that is an answer to the harmonization of the two. Can I just, I just want to throw something on there real quick. Yeah. Alan and I were going to do an episode on this and I was like, ah, it's, we will at some point. It's just not the time. And the, the thought behind it was you have to be very careful at the advice that you listen to because if somebody has a unique experience, think of it this way. Say somebody has a unique experience and they found a level of success and they said one of two things to themselves. 
wow, if I could do this all over again, I would have chosen a life of ease. They might not get the result that they actually have, and they might not be able to give you that advice, or they might have gotten lucky somewhere along the, the path. Believe it or not, we've studied a lot of successful people, and we've, we've known a lot of successful people. More people get lucky than you think. And I'm serious. I'm not just saying that to be like a lot of people have gotten lucky to get to where they are today. And if they give you that advice of, yeah, I just I did one post and I went viral. I'm telling you, a lot of people should slap a sticker that says results not typical on whatever they're doing. And Alan and I included because most people aren't going to have the level of podcast success that we have. But I always tell clients that. So, yeah, I really think you have to you have to be very careful with who you're listening to because they're results are biased based on their journey and based on their results or their advice is biased based on their results and their journey. That was absolutely fire. I appreciate um, it. <laughs> really was. So I kind of wanted to go a little bit deeper on that just for people who are just people who are just getting into discipline. Like, so someone who is listening to the show that, you know, they like we want to stack health, wealth, and love at Next Level University. Where does someone start with their discipline? Like, how do you know what area to start with? Uh, whichever one is hurting your self-esteem the most. I do this with all my clients. Like, I I have one client in particular who has never really succeeded on the fitness front, and her self-esteem is constantly taking hits every time. And so we just started really small. And that's why I was doing accountability pictures because it helps, the accountability helps to get started. Uh, the Newton's third law, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Um, so, so if you don't want to go to the gym and then go anyway, you end up getting the self-esteem on the back end. And then you're more likely to go the next time because it's a, it's a positive feedback loop. Um, and then the law of inertia that, Kevin didn't mention, but he kind of did, is Newton's second law or first law? An object in motion tends to stay in motion. That's the first law. So when you already have momentum from 30 years or 10 years or whatever, right? Kevin started working out when he was 16. He's never going to not be in pretty good shape. Yeah, He's I'm, got so I'm much really, momentum. I'm pushing the limits on that, honestly. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get my, <laughs> yeah, get my stuff true. together. That's fair. that's fair. But when he started working out when he was 16, it's not like he's scared of the gym. Do you know what I mean? Whereas someone who's brand new, when I first started, I was, I told you, I cried in the gym and left, you know? So an object in motion tends to stay in motion. So if he has momentum in fitness, he's, it's much easier for him to keep momentum. And, and the train analogy is the best, which is you can put something in front of a train when it's at a standstill and it, it, it will stop it completely. But if it's already going 70 miles an hour, it'll go through a concrete wall like butter. And I feel like that analogy hopefully will help everybody listening. It's it's start where start with whatever is hurting your self esteem most and start very small and just be consistent. Uh, yeah, I second that. When people ask me when I go on other podcasts, they say like, "What should people do today?" I say, "Break it up into health, into wealth, into love, and do one thing under each." Simple. It's not. It doesn't require a ton of discipline to jump on the scale in the morning or a ton of discipline to track your finances, or a ton of discipline to say one thing that you're grateful for about yourself or your partner. Those are three places that you can start that are really, really simple in the beginning. And they don't require a lot of time. There's not a huge buy-in. Uh, they're all kind of private, so you don't have to worry about being out in public doing it. 
to Alan's point, start as small as you can because you have to get the momentum and you have to feel good about what you're doing. And then when you feel good about it, you'll want to do it. You'll want to continue doing it. So yeah, I second what Alan said. What are some indicators that you are not being as disciplined as you thought you were? Uh, lack of fulfillment. Um, I think that a lot of us, and I fell, I fell for this big time in my young life. When you do what's pleasurable and enjoyable in the moment at the expense of your true potential, it, it hurts your self-esteem and it hurts your self-worth and it hurts your self-belief and it hurts your fulfillment. I really, and I've seen no exception to this really, um, I have one client who, when she first came to me, she was really breaking the promises to herself, no self-discipline, no habit tracking, right? She is killing it, killing it. Fear chasing, tracking 13 habits a day, like getting new jobs. It, and But she didn't start there. She started really small. And she's fulfilled. She's super fulfilled. So as long as discipline is headed in the right direction towards your true potential and the impact you want to have, I think fulfillment. So when you feel unfulfilled, self-discipline is going to help you um, because it'll help you keep those small promises that actually will help you start to grow. I think we feel like crap when we're not growing. I would second that. Yeah. I I think of, and I told Alan this, I think, I, I don't know if we talked about this on a podcast recently. Oh no, I think we, we did a speech on Saturday. I think I said it in the speech. When I don't work out, I don't feel good about myself. Not my body. It's not that I'm looking in the mirror saying, wow, you've really let it go. I don't feel good about the fact that I keep letting myself down. And my body too sometimes, Alan. I see you <laughs> yeah, just joking. Okay. I didn't mean oh, to no, lie. I know. I know. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's more the fact that I said I was going to do something and I'm not doing it. We have a mental note. We have a mental note of, oh, I said I was going to do this and I didn't. We know. If you have shame around it, if you have ego around it, if somebody was to poke it, like poke that thought, you would get defensive we all know at a fairly deep level i said i was gonna do this and i really think this is what happens yeah you can forget there's mornings i wake up and i forget to weigh myself because i'm out of the routine whatever it may be i just i'm late so i run to the gym whatever but i think many of us have that conversation where we say oh yeah i said i was gonna do blank then we have that conversation for me it's usually the 4 a.m lawyer that says well what you, you don't have to, you don't have to go to the gym. You can take today off. You can go tonight. You can go tomorrow. And I think oftentimes we know that that 4am lawyer or 10pm lawyer, whatever it is, is winning. And then we make an excuse. I know I've done that. I've done that a million times. So I think we all know at a deep level because we know we're letting ourselves down because we say it to ourselves. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then we break that promise. Uh, when your words and your actions don't align, that's another one. That is one. I like to. I would like half credit for that because I said everything right before you said that. Perfect. Fair. Half credit. Twelve <laughs> percent. I'm joking. Hey guys, so I wanted to give a little bit of my experience about um, group coaching. I'm learning stuff. I'm applying the habits, and I have other people that's doing the same exact thing. One of the biggest things that I think I gained from group coaching is when I went through that month of being so sick. I was so determined that I would just try to do as much as I could and I just couldn't wait until I felt good enough to get back to doing all of them. I've just seen so much growth in myself and I 
I'm so appreciative to have the group, to have, you know, that immersive experience. And I really appreciate all that y'all do. Is there a drive to five on that though? Is there a point in time where you can be like so disciplined that um, you're not getting like R and R or, mm. you know, you're not showing up for your relationship. Like, is there a certain point where you, you can be too disciplined? No, because if you're truly, truly, truly balanced holistically, you're disciplined in all. But I mean, yeah, there, there can be, but I don't think that's what the ultimate goal should be. When we're talking about health, wealth, and love, that means you should take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You should take care of yourself financially, but you should also take care of your relationships and everything important to you. The discipline is making sure that you're, you're doing the things that you should be doing day in and day out. Now, does that not mean there are times where my relationship is jeffing a little bit because I'm pouring into the business? 100%. Does that not mean my fitness isn't jeffing sometimes because I'm pouring into the business? 100%, that happens. But the I think the discipline is how fast can you recognize and then get back to it? So I think that's a great question, B, because when people think of discipline, oftentimes they think of achievement. They think of aspiration. When in reality, discipline is you not getting an ego when you have a conversation with your partner. Discipline is not spending money on something that you don't need. It's something that you want, but you don't need because you know you're saving for a house a year from today. So I think if you think about it from health, wealth, and love, ultimately you, you're going to be the most disciplined version of yourself in each and you'll get the best results because of it. I have an example because I agree. Well said. I think Very well said. Very you. well said. Um, we've gotten way better at transcoding this stuff, I think. This is good. Whereas before, it's like, no, it's the only way. Pain. It, pain. You're not feeling pain? Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, this is way better. Okay. Um, so I'll give you an example. Last night, so on the next level nine, uh, which is essentially three habits under wealth, three ha habits under love, and three habits under health. And we can send it to you if anyone's interested in doing the next level nine. We have an app. Do it. Track your habits. Awesome. Okay. Um, one, <laughs> one of them is... Uh, 30 minutes of filling your cup, 30 minutes filling your cup. Okay. So last night, 30 minutes filling my cup. I love movies. Always have. I like the Hobbit series. I love them. They're extended. I bought them all. Love it. HD 83 inch TV. Best thing ever, right? Eating my food like a four-year-old eating, watching the Hobbit. Best thing ever. Okay. That's 30 minutes filling my cup. So I have to discipline myself to make sure I do that. But guess what? I also have to make sure it's not three hours, right? <laughs> because those movies are so long. Mm. So, so self-discipline is not just disciplining yourself to stop watching Netflix or to stop watching your show or to stop whatever. It's also to start. So I want to make sure that I take R&R. &R. I told Emilia that. Uh, so s Saturday, so Monday through Saturday, really tough week. Sunday's the one day that has no front-facing. There's no podcasts, no speeches, no virtual trainings, nothing front-facing, no coaching. And we were in the middle of our day, and we do home stuff. And I said, sweetheart, tonight I'm definitely going to need some R&R. &R. And so I had to, you know, keep a promise to myself, and I even told her for support, like, I want R&R &R tonight. So I had to discipline myself to actually stop reading, stop doing laundry, which I just thought of. I left laundry in the washer, and it's definitely moldy now. <laughs> uh, you ever done that? Definitely. It's the worst. Yeah, you got to wash that, right? You got to wash it again. Yep. Run it again. 100%. Um, just realized that in this moment, that's a, that's a mistake. Uh, so anyways, I had to stop myself from doing all that to go take R&R. &R. And so 
you don't just use discipline discipline with getting yourself to yourself to do the sucky stuff. You also have to use self-discipline to get yourself to do the awesome stuff. And I think that if you can reframe it that way, it will be helpful. Well said. Tara and I have a running joke. We're supposed to like go out and do something. And then we'll be like, ah, you know what? Don't want to do it. And sometimes discipline for us is like, hey, we said we were going to go f- do this thing that we both want to do in this moment. We just don't want to do it. Like sometimes that's discipline too. So great point, Jeff. Not as good as mine, but pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I appro- I'll, I'll look for your notes after. Yes. 50%. Yeah. 50%. <laughs> Last one, B. We're going to hammer one more. And, it, and we're both going to keep it short and sweet. Okay, I'll get. I'll give you. A, I'll give you one you can answer pretty quick. Uh, what's a book or tactic or tool you have that you can recommend to people to stay disciplined? Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, I'm going to give two two books. Uh, the Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Total shocker to our non-new listeners or viewers. Uh, best book of all time. So important. Uh, second, Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is how do you take these really small, seemingly insignificant things and then get yourself to do them consistently, and they make these amazing outcomes over time. So Atomic Habits, right? The idea is you take an atom and you split it and you get the atom bomb, that kind of thing. So um, weird analogy, I know, but that's those two books are world-class at helping you understand and develop self-discipline through the realization that that's how you get the outcomes you want in your life, no matter what area. I would say you, this is my practice I have with myself and I've never missed this. I say, what would the best version? So for you, what would the best version of you do count backwards from 10 and then do the thing. And the reason I think it works, I know Mel Robbins has the five second rule, Alan. I think the reason 10 works is because you have to think about it for 10 seconds and you have to let your excuses come up and then you have to get rid of them. And that always works for me. I like long showers, but I also don't want to waste water being in there just singing away. So I literally say, okay, what would the best version of Kevin do? 10, 9, and I literally, by the time I'm at like 1, I've already got myself in the mind of, right, all right, I'm going to do this. So that's a tactic that's really, really helped me. And I don't think I started that a lot, like probably like four years ago. I've never missed. If I start that, I do whatever it is every time because I have a promise with myself now. I, it's too deep for me. I have a promise that if I say I'm going to do that, I'll do it. So yeah, it. I try to give myself the opportunity to understand what letting myself down would be like instead of letting myself down and then looking back at it. I give myself the opportunity to see what it would be like in real time. That's what I would say. Next level nation. Discipline is something we've talked about a lot today. Alan has mentioned many of his clients and how they are more disciplined than they'd ever been. I know Brandon would probably attest to that as well. I know one of the reasons I am where I am today is because of Alan's coaching. Alan still has some spots for coaching. I told him I was going to talk about it because I am somebody who has been coached by Alan for the last five and a half or 15 years, depending on whether you ask Alan or I. And I believe that (laughs) at this point, we've worked with a lot of people. I've met a lot of people. I don't know that anybody can help you at the level Alan can, because I don't think anybody could have helped me or Brandon or anybody else on the team at the level that Alan can. So if you are interested, I think his link for a free 30 minute call is in the show notes. Do it. It's worth it. I promise. And he's not going to sell you on anything. If you know us at any level, we just want to give value. If at the end of the call, you say, you know what, this is something I, I think I'd find value in. You can talk about it then, but you will not be sold anything. We don't, we don't want to do that. 
And uh, I've never once gotten off a coaching call with someone who didn't have ego. I, I was just about to say I've never gotten off a coaching call and regretted it because I love coaching so much. Mm. Uh, and then I realized, no, there are several times that happened with people who have massive egos. So if you have an ego, don't book the call. Seriously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if you have humility and a sincere desire to learn or grow, I would love to meet you. Even if you never coach with me, no guilt. I love to meet the listeners. I love meeting the listeners. It helps us understand the listeners at a deeper level, which makes the show better, which makes us better. Helping you helps us. So please don't feel any guilt or shame. Please book the call. I'm not going to sell you anything. Um, I will send you an email after saying, if you are interested ever, reach out. Okay. Um, Monthly meetups. We do one every single month. The next one is on how to find your unique genius zone. If you've not been succeeding, even though you've been super consistent, if you have super uh, consistency and discipline and you're still not succeeding, it might be because you're doing it in the wrong area based on your own unique strengths. Because anyone who has a strength and is consistent and sustainable for a long period of time, usually if that's your genius zone, what you're really uniquely suited to do in the world, usually you'll have a lot of results. Okay, so it starts uh, on November 3rd. So we do them every month. November 3rd, it starts at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to help you understand your own strengths and how to double and triple down on those. Also, shout out to Matt. We have an app called Optimal that is a habit tracking app that will help you be even more disciplined and it'll help you with your clarity. Next Level Nation, as always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. See you next week, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.